Hello, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Crash the UK Geek Podcast. This is episode 397, recorded on Tuesday, the 3rd of August, 2021, at 23.24.23. Hello again. It has been a while, hasn't it? I am so sorry that I haven't been around. I have had computer problems. And with computer problems, there is no podcasting. I'll explain a bit more about that later. It does feel a bit weird being back in the saddle, in the swivel chair, office chair. Sometimes I stand up today, I'm just too tired to stand up. Let me tell you what has been happening. I helped my mother trim my dad's moustache because when she did it, it looked as if he'd been attacked by a hedge trimmer. Or a chainsaw, more likely. That was not a pleasant task. A follow-up on the wasps. Do you remember I told you that my mum had suffered multiple stings by a swarm of wasps quite recently? We have since made a complaint about her experience of medical neglect by our local hospital. I was stunned at the lack of any attention they gave my mum. She is 76, and she was suffering greatly and in shock, and yeah, they did absolutely nothing. They told her to go away. So damn right did we make a complaint. Sorry if you can hear a few noises in the background. That is a train, and apparently it is the nuclear train. Well... It's the track that takes the nuclear train. I don't know if it's the actual nuclear train. It is safe, according to what I've read. I hope you heard the inverted commas there. No, I'm hoping everything's absolutely fine. Let's move on from that. Halva, I ate the first halva that I've had in years earlier today as a result of my mum and dad going for a walk and doing some shopping while they were doing that. I like halva because my father is a connoisseur of Greek delicacies, which probably stems from his time in the British Army in Cyprus. Yes, my parents and I, we're still all together. Why don't you ask me how living in a forced COVID-19 bubble is? Let me tell you, it is wearing for everyone concerned. Mum, Dad, me, we're all sick to the back teeth of this. We were sick to the back teeth of this more than a year ago now. I get increasingly irritated by people proclaiming in their podcasts and on YouTube how great it is to have parents and children and perhaps grandchildren, though not in our case, all living together. Yes, in theory, that is great. But we, <laughs> the Matours, aren't a family designed for multi-generational cohabitation. If we were the crew of a multi-generational starship, by the time that starship arrived on the planet that would be the future of mankind, there would be a completely empty spaceship. On the other hand... If we weren't together at the moment, today would not have been Halva Day. But we are together, 
and there was Halva. I'm more a fan of Greek Halva. This was an okay Romanian Halva. And by the way, I keep saying Halva, I'm probably saying it wrong, but I'm saying it phonetically. Halva is a utterly delicious, crumbly confection dessert of nuts and honey and milk. All the things that are extremely sweet and creamy and crunchy and so tasty. It's found all over the Middle East, extending in the West as far as Eastern Europe. Well, I'm saying Eastern Europe. I got it down the road in the UK. It's Northwestern Europe. And also as far as India in the East. Although, you know, now that I'm saying this, and I've already mentioned that I got this in the UK, I'm guessing Halva is now available everywhere. You don't know how lucky you people are to have had this. And if you're thinking, how do you spell this? Well, in the English alphabet, it is H-A-L-V-A. Seek it out. It is absolutely delicious. According to Wikipedia, it originates like just about everything else, apparently, in Persia. Yeah. Apparently, the sitar, Persia. The guitar, Persia. McDonald's, Persia. No, no, probably not Persia. Okay. That's the pre-show ramble over and done with. Let's have a look what we have today. Okay, I'm going to be talking about two things that I've watched. Yes, I know. I should be talking about things that I've read, that I've played with, that I have played. You know, the whole lot. Video games, games, board games, but yeah. Things have been trying over the past few years. Have you noticed? I've kept promising that I'm going to be talking about books and then I never do. I am sorry about that. It is coming. It is coming. But until it does arrive, let's talk about the film Jungle Cruise, and then I'll talk about the new TV series, The White Lotus. Okay, Jungle Cruise, and I'm going to be less spoilery this week. I do apologise for the... Was it the last podcast or the podcast before that? Anyway, a recent podcast where I spoiled a whole hell of a lot of things when I really should have prefixed that by saying, I'm going to spoil things, and if you don't want to hear spoilers, then go away for a few minutes. Tonight, I am not going to do that. Not for Jungle Cruise, and not really for The White Lotus, because I only watched about half of one episode, which is in some ways a spoiler as to what... I thought of it, but we'll get on to that later. In Jungle Cruise, we have a film that is based on the Jungle Cruise ride, which is something I think I'd like. I've seen the Jungle Cruise ride on YouTube, and I did go to Disneyland a long time ago, but I don't think I rode on the Jungle Cruise. This is an enjoyable movie tie-in in the same way that Pirates of the Caribbean, which I have been to, and unless something amazing happens, like I have a windfall, like I get a really well-paid job, and also that the coronavirus 
thingamadoodle ends, pandemic, it's probably the closest I'll get to visiting Disneyland again. That sounds terribly negative. I hope that's not the case. Anyway, I digress again. Let's talk about Jungle Cruise. In Jungle Cruise, The Rock and Emily Blunt are an African queen slash romancing the stone type pair on an Indiana Jones style quest to find this mystical plant in the heart of the Amazon. I say Indiana Jones style quest, the music is very Raiders of the Lost Arkish. I did not look up the composer, but I was surprised how close it was to Raiders. Oh, did you hear how many bumps? There's about a bump every five minutes. What the hell is going on out there? I do hope that when I finally move to my final studio, I can get someplace quiet to record. This is an illustrative reason why I don't use a condenser mic. At least one of the reasons. Where was I? Oh, yeah, sorry about that. I strayed again. Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson are great. And very surprisingly indeed, because I can't stand anything about Jack Whitehall's comedy, his previous work, or even his public persona, so is Jack Whitehall's acting, which must prove that he's an extremely good actor, that he can make me like him when generally I don't. I thought the film was a fun family adventure, very similar in vain to, as I've intimated, Raiders of the Lost Ark, but also The Mummy, Romancing Stone, and incredibly, for once, I did not see the twist coming. I've talked about this before, how I really hate being able to predict most of the film within the first few minutes, which is a result of just having seen so many films, read so many books, and being so ensconced in genre entertainment, you generally know where things are going. This time, I didn't. And that is equally surprising, because when the end credits rolled, I noticed there were like about four, five, six writers, which never bodes well for any movie, because it seems to mean that... They had to do fix-ups of the stories constantly. I don't know if that was the case in this film, but yeah. All those writers, and somehow it came out as a coherent movie. With a twist that I didn't see. And I really appreciated that. My only problem is not so much with Jungle Cruise the movie, but... The numerous trailers of Jungle Cruise that have been showing over the last year, maybe longer. For example, the backside of water gag was pretty funny, but it wasn't as hilarious as it could be because it was slightly spoiled by seeing it too many times before the movie was released, and also seeing it as people took the ride in Disneyland on YouTube, and you also get the backside of water. 
Maybe that was in the movie first, or that was on the ride first, I don't know. Oh, and the other thing that was really good is Trader Sam. Yeah, I'm not going to say much more of that, but you'll have to watch the movie to find out about Trader Sam. But that was also a nice little twist. The Jungle Cruise then recommended. Let's move on to The White Lotus. This is a TV series that's recently started. In the title sequence, we have these tropical graphics and some dark blotches spreading across them in a foreboding manner, a bit like you would see perhaps in a horror film. But from what little I saw of it, yeah, I didn't see that much. The White Lotus is more of a quirky black comedy. It's about some jaded tourists who arrive at this luxury tropical island hotel resort, along with their quirks and their problems that they really haven't left behind. One thing I wasn't so keen on is the hotel manager, this guy called Armand. Yeah, he has got the fashionably Euro name for a hotel manager, played by an Australian actor called Murray Bartlett. He reminded me a little too much of Rafe Fiennes' Monsieur Gustave from Hotel Budapest, another guy that I wasn't overly fond of. I don't mind the film Hotel Budapest, I just didn't like the main character, and some of the script I found actually offensive. Much as I enjoy some of Wes Anderson's work, I'm not a rabid fan. I also got the uncanny valley shock from the sight of actor Steve Zahn's fake generative organs waggling and wiggling straight into the camera in an extremely distasteful manner. I did not understand (laughs) the point of any of that. I mean, for a start, why are we seeing fake parts? What is the point of that? (laughs) I also read that not only were the parts fake, but that wasn't even Steve Zahn's body. Now, in the piece that I read, I can't remember exactly where, he, in the text, kind of froze up his hands as if, oh, it was outside of my control, but I bet that was something between the agent representing him and the filmmakers. Or maybe it was something to do with censorship, but if it was, how does that make sense? I'm guessing the reason Steve Zahn is in this is because of his role in the 2009 film A Perfect Getaway, which is a nasty, pulpy little thriller you might enjoy if you share my taste in movies and pulp and noir. You might like that. If I were to have continued watching The White Lotus... I would expect Sinister goings-on later on in the series. Because we open on a scene where this honeymooning man is preparing to fly back home with his recently deceased wife. 
Unfortunately, The White Lotus does not have the mysterious underpinnings of shows like Fantasy Island or Lost. This is more like Tropical Crossroads, which is a UK soap and a reference only people from the UK and people from the UK who are old will get. As I said earlier, I only watched the first half of the first episode, and I did that really so I could talk about it on this. The reason I just stopped watching was because I really hated all of the characters, except the lesser characters, the underlings, the staff who worked at the hotel, though I didn't like them enough that the show held my interest. And that's The White Lotus. If you are enjoying the show, let me know why and what I'm missing. Otherwise, that is it for Culture this week. Let us move on to technology. As I said at the top of the show, I suffered greatly from computer problems this week. Windows on my Mac Mini somehow screwed itself so badly... Yet again, I nearly bought a new PC. This isn't the first time this has happened. And again, never trust forum experts. Who would have you believe your hard disk was up the spout? It was not. My hard disk is perfectly fine. It was a software problem with Windows and Mac and Mac OS. It was a big tangle ball of spaghetti. I've used spaghetti as the metaphor because that's what I had earlier today. And man, what is it about Windows and Macs? This must be at least the tenth, maybe more, time I've reinstalled Windows on my Mac since I've had it. Admittedly, that was back in 2012, so it's been a while, but why do you have to reinstall Windows so often? You almost never have to do this with MacOS. This time, again, while reinstalling Windows, I accidentally nuked the Mac partition while fixing the GPT problem with disk part. But now that I've got a Mac running with Windows only, without MacOS at all, the whole partition is dedicated to Windows, I think I'm going to leave it that way. If I do ever have to sell the thing, and it is a nice Mac in perfect working condition, there's a special boot key combo for resetting to factory settings or the latest version of macOS that your Mac can run. I really wish that Windows had something similar. As far as dual booting goes, I'm done with it. This might sound like Song of Praise for a Mac, so why don't I go fully Mac? Well, MacOS on my machine, Catalina, is horribly slow. And I also use a huge amount of 32-bit Windows software. I still might go Mac one day, but not right now, because Macs are expensive enough to drive you to revolutionary socialism. Sorry, that is straying from the point. <laughs> Where was I? Yeah, a huge amount of Windows 32-bit software. I will always need a Windows 32-bit machine, but it would be nice to have a Mac that's reliable and that I can just use for podcasting. 
or mainly for podcasting and entertainment. And then have that separate Windows 32-bit machine for anything else and development as well. That is it for my moans about technology this week. Let's move on to creative matters. And this is a follow-up. I've mentioned before that I've been applying for media jobs, something I've almost given up on for a couple of years. I've been doing that now for a while. I mentioned recently that I applied for a second job, and I've done that. But man, it was such a faff. And oh my god, if I'm grumpy at the moment, that's still a hangover from that application. I just want to tell my fellow nerdlings, if you ever get a foot into the door of whatever your field is, please try and help people less fortunate than yourself get in as well. Do not pull the ladder up behind you. I'm saying that as someone who's never been in a position to help anyone else in that way, although I have helped people get jobs before, though not in creative media. The point I'm trying to make is you always hear this whole thing about self-reliance, usually coming from America. Everyone's got to be self-reliant. But I want you to truly show me someone who says they've made it totally on self-reliance only. If you can find someone like that, I'm going to say that they're a liar. I'm saying all this because... I'm just grumpy at how cutthroat finding a job in any field is and has been for a long time, but it is even worse in media. You wouldn't believe the kind of crap that I've had to listen to over the years, the kind of greed and selfishness, and it's not helping. If you ever make it to where you want to go, pull someone up that ladder behind you. And finally, there is turmoil in Afghanistan, Ethiopia, Iraq, Burma. The Uyghurs are still being mistreated in China. China is still exerting a harsher and harsher grip around Hong Kong. Most of the non-Western world is short of vaccine, and the climate is still buggered. All of this, of course, is our own doing as the human species, so maybe here's a thought, why don't we just stop? Just stop. On that cheery thought, (laughs) a few last-minute shout-outs to whoever's still listening. The next show that you hear will be the Vintage Doctor Who Revisit. That will be recorded tomorrow and edited during the week and uploaded on Friday. Today's episode should have been recorded on Monday, but like I said, things have been difficult lately. However, it will be uploaded on Wednesday as usual. It does appear then that we are back on a relatively even and regular schedule. That is it for now. Now I'm going to do the end bit of the show and then get myself a little drink and sit down. The show that you've listened to is made by me, Roy Matur, a writer. Matur is spelled M-A-T-H-U-R. 
You can find more about me or get in touch at roymatua.com. If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen, recommend it to a friend or mortal enemy, or click on the contact or support link on the website. Yes, you can actually contact me and you can support me with a small tip. I'm on coffee. K-O hyphen F-I. You were listening to Crash the UK Geek Podcast, the UK podcast for the culture geek, technology nerd and creative wizard. This was episode 397, recorded on Tuesday the 3rd of August 2021, and the time at the end of the show is 23.54.46. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye.